0: Cool, 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 cool. We're here. We're doing it. I'm Nadine. I'm Kate. And you're listening to Dump Women. Women. (laughs) Yes. And special, 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 special episode today, Um, we have the amazing, the beautiful, the unstoppable, Lizzie (sighs) Okoto.
1: I'm clapping for myself right now. That's really embarrassing.
0: (laughs) You should, honey. Self-love is important and necessary. If we don't clap for ourselves, who the hell is gonna? True that. (laughs) I'm with you. <laughs> that was an incredible
2: intro, like that from means. top to bottom. Oh yeah, my God. so we're, good.
0: We're just ridiculous. So I appreciate you appreciating <laughs> our ridiculousness.
2: This is like episode 12 and we still kind of had to do it three times to get it right. Oh my God. It's still a work
0: in progress. You know, it's a yeah. process. I yeah. get it. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this is actually... So normally our, like, quote-unquote regular episodes, Kate and I each share a story of a dope woman in history who's, like, either still alive or not. Um, And we, like, share their story while being super stoned. But then we also like to have these, like, special, special episodes um, where we have... Actual dope women in our lives come on and drop some knowledge and be inspirational as fuck. And so, Lizzie, I'm so stoked that you're that dope woman for today. Thank you. Honestly, oh my goodness, the
1: pleasure is all mine. Let me just say that, and I don't think anyone has ever described me with all of these amazing adjectives. So I'm definitely feeling really good right now. I'm not high, <laughs> but I feel high because yes. of that. Yes, info. yes. <laughs> well,
2: you ha- do you have wine? I'm drinking, so I'm I'm drinking, wine,
1: right? I'm drinking canned wine. Oh, yes, yeah, okay, so cool. cool. A little soft blanc, a little soft blanc. So sauve you blanc. know, yeah. So if my words start to slur as we're going through this, it, this is why. It's <laughs> probably that,
0: yeah. Yeah, yes. perfect. Fits in, fits in well with our brand, yeah. so that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> well, these are, um, for anyone that didn't listen to the first volume of Defining Women, this is volume so 2 so fancy. This
0: mm. is volume one, and now we have volume two. They're yes, in volumes. Yes.
2: And uh, this, these bite-sized chunks, these little snippets are... Uh, really to explore the, the way we dis- we have women with an X in our title. And this is an exploration, uh, which includes cis, gay, and trans women with an X. Mm, 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 Just to, you know, we haven't mm, said
1: it in mm, a minute. I love Let's it. In a minute. All inclusive. That's important. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely.
0: So, okay, Lizzie, yes. I know you, I love yeah. you, but most of the people that are listening to this might not. Lizzie's an um, incredible entrepreneur. I I feel like you're the first entrepreneur that I ever really had in my life. Like, I know plenty of business owners, but like, that's not not just what an entrepreneur is. You know what I mean? You create unique shit. Um, And like, can you just tell us how the fuck you got there? Because if I could take five (laughs) minutes to try to see the inside of your brain, I'd be honored. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please. Thank you.
1: That's I love the way that question was set up. Yeah, totally. I'll give you like a notes high level version of it. Yeah. Yes. Notes, could, we could snowing. be here. We could be here all day. So true. Yeah, my name is Lizzie and yes. I am I am an entrepreneur. Thank you for, for seeing that in me. I really appreciate that. Entrepreneur, um, I'm a consultant as well. And um, on occasion, I speak. You know, sometimes people pay me to actually hear what I have to say, which is still wild to me. So still good. <laughs> um, how I got here. So I've, I feel like I've been an entrepreneur my whole entire life. Like, definitely that classic kid hustling lemonade mm. on mm. on the corner kind of story. So that's just been something that I've really felt has been my. Part of my identity, most of my life, but yes, I think it. Well, Thank you. <laughs> but I would say that the one thing that might have been like my one, like you know, hitting it, knocking it out of the park moment was back in 2011. I started a company called Bunch. It started yes. off as <laughs> Bunch, uh, like like Brady Bunch. People would call it Brunch all the time, like Brunch magazine. I started a print magazine. I was living in New York was super inspired by all of the amazing dope creatives that were out there. Mm -hmm. Felt like, Mm -hmm. hey, maybe we should really talk about how to build a career as a creative. Really felt like there wasn't a lot of resources, were not a lot of sharing. I totally could see that if you wanted to be a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, anything traditional, you had an exact path that you could take. You knew you would get there. You knew that, you know, exactly what steps to take and you knew that you would become successful. Mm -hmm. But when you wanted to do anything creative, it was kind of this windy road. And so my whole Mm -hmm. idea or vision for the magazine was to help guide, help be a resource and share, um, like I said, started that in 2011. Did not make one red cent for three years. Hustling this magazine. Damn. <laughs> um, Friends and family. You but kind you kept console. fucking going, girl. You I kept, kept fucking going. going. Yeah. I kept going and moved back to LA, which is my hometown, and yeah. decided to put my whole, my all into it. Ended up actually winning a $20,000 grant from Urban Outfitters and Squarespace. Nice. Um, getting international, thank you. Getting international distribution. distribution. Distribution for the magazine, uh, Mm -hmm. parlay that into an actual digital platform. So we also pumped out digital content on BunchMag.com and also created a creative agency. in 2016, late late 2016, early 2017, I like to say that I sunset the company. So we kind of were like winding down, but Mm -hmm. people, when they would hear my story of how I took this penniless magazine Mm -hmm. (laughs) and turned it into a full-fledged media company, they started to ask me to do the same for their company. So I've worked with um, small teams, one to two person teams, all the way up to like some bigger players like Adidas and and Urban Outfitters, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. doing some Damn. consulting for them. And I parlayed this whole entire thing into doing more consulting, which is what I currently do. But I've also been tinkering around getting back into the entrepreneurial pool, um, starting other businesses. So that's kind of like the, hopefully, less than five minute version
0: <laughs> yes, of <Damn>. my bio. <laughs> (laughs) That was fucking gorgeous and amazing. And I didn't want you to leave a single word out. So I don't even care how long it was. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Thank you. You ladies are so sweet. I have a question. How different was it? Or did you notice a difference um, from like what I would say is more grassroots clients, like small businesses, people that are working out of their garages or homes or just like startups, I guess, Mm -hmm. versus when you started working with the more uh, corporate type places like Urban and Adidas. Mm -hmm. Did you, was there a big difference other than of course, like the size of the boardroom and all of that (laughs) in the way either in the process or your personal experience? Can you talk to that a little bit? Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, I think I prefer to work with the smaller teams just because Mm -hmm. it's really a moment to roll up your sleeves and really get into the trenches. And I definitely feel like when I'm doing consulting with smaller teams, it feels more like I'm an actual team member, like an actual mm-hmm. colleague, right? And then when you're working with the bigger companies, you're kind of following their lead, and it's very easy to get swallowed up by these corporations. But it's also it's also fun to see, and it's also nice to work with people who have unlimited budgets, <laughs> like right? It's yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah it's, right.
1: It's also you know what I will say about that too. It's also one of those things where it's like you're not charging enough, right? Like Mm -hmm. these people have money to spend. That is the one constant. And so Mm. it also, I, you know, the way that I approach those bigger clients is it, it shows me what's possible, you know, that like, and especially in terms of my own entrepreneurial career, it's like, it shows you what's possible. It shows you that somebody, you know, whatever Adidas was once an idea in someone's Brain, and mm-hmm. now it's this massive company that's all that's global, that's international, urban outfitters. Same, it's like that name recognition. And so, I don't know, it's it's I love and prefer to work with the smaller brands, but at the same time, it's really inspirational a lot of the times to work with the bigger companies as well. So,
0: well, that's good. I'm glad to hear it's not like just toxic and horrible.
1: <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying that it's not. I just say, right. I, thankfully, thankfully, I haven't had that experience. It's only been lovely. <laughs> oh my God. Nice. Okay.
0: Well, I'm glad to hear that.
2: Yeah. As like an entrepreneur, consultant, um, you know, just in ingenuity person ingenuity person I'm mm. gonna put that on my business card <laughs> yes. yes person of ingenuity yes uh, would you how would you say the the community of women is for you like your mm. experience and then what do you see out on the field I you know
1: I've this is something that I felt since growing up and hearing all the stereotypes about women being super catty and competitive and like trying to always tear each other down. I'm sure that that exists amongst some women, amongst some friend groups, sure. But my entire experience has always been like super Spice Girls, girl positive, girl power. Yes. You know, like yes, like it's always been that way. I've all and maybe it's just like like attracts like. I don't know, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I would say that in terms of wanting to continue to uplift women and wanting to continue to build with women. Um, and seeking the help of other women has always been something that's been very important to me. And I've found that it's, Easy, honestly. Like I've never really had any sort of revelatory moment where it's like, oh yeah, women are dope, like, mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. or like, oh yeah, sisterhood does matter. It's just always <laughs> been something that's like naturally ingrained in me. And I, I will say that, like, if anything, there's been this. I've always had this thought, right? Like going from LA to the Bay for college, and then mm-hmm. moving to New York and being there for grad school, and then living there after, and then even coming back to LA there's always different communities of people and you just kind of are like, okay, well, what's the vibe in each place, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe not necessarily particularly about women, but just what's the vibe? Um, And I've just always found that like the vibe is always good. And again, maybe that's just me being like, cool i hope yes <laughs> and attracting other cool people i don't know i'm not cool i'm actually not like the definition um, of cool i'm not you no. <laughs> take that back immediately
0: miss i'm not cool but i started my own magazine and my own field day and my own and i'm hired to be to literally give speeches and to just stand there and talk about the things inside my brain i okay. reject your i'm not cool and i raise you a you're a dope woman Come woman! Yes, you have to say it like that. <laughs> <woman>. <laughs> well, thank you. Yes.
1: But I thank you. I receive that. I hear it. I receive yes. it. I'm trying to get better at oh, taking yeah.
0: compliments, but I love you too. I wonder if this whole narrative about women are catty and mm-hmm. they tear each other down and da-da-da-da-da. Like, I think, first of all, we can always just replace any gender with people, right? And it's like mm-hmm. people are shitty and some people people will always want to tear you down. Like yeah. there are plenty of men that want to tear women down and I'm sure there are plenty of women that want to tear women down. But I also kind sure. of wonder if it's like a white lady thing, this like women are mm-hmm. catty thing, you know, and women are not like, oh, they're so like... You know yeah. the drama and like da 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 and I mean, I mean, I mean there is that class system that you know is the internal
2: fight for mm-hmm. people who are racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. they have this class thing. Who's going to be at the in. top of the top? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe it's that.
1: That I I I definitely peer you both, uh, but I also think I agree, Kate. I mean for your listeners
0: i'm black (laughs) oh yes that might not be (laughs) obvious oh yeah oh yeah you know what i guess you should probably start doing like gender pronouns at the beginning just to be helpful and inclusive so i'm she hers um Mm -hmm. and then Um, i'm she and her yeah i guess we don't need to do like i'm not gonna be like i'm armenian every time but i am (laughs) anyway um yes But sorry, Lizzie, you were saying... No,
1: no, no. I'm I'm she, her, hers as well. (laughs) Uh, She, her, hers. I am Black. And my dad is Nigerian and my mother is a Black American. So I kind of have that context. That's for context of like, I definitely Mm -hmm. have had the experience of you know, being black in America, obviously, but having the Black American experience and also having like the Black immigrant experience. So right. that I feel like that's the the lens from which I I speak and
0: see things. Mm-hmm. Um It's like the intersection of the two, mm-hmm. like ends of the American <laughs> like experience. Black experience. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. totally. Like, completely. I never realized
1: that. That's wild. Um. What was the question?
0: Oh wait,
2: I'm sorry. I do. Yes. No, no, I got you. I got you. It's the okay, wine. Cool. The wine kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well honestly, I think honestly the 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 thought about the class and race, I think they are both connected. I don't yeah, think it's separate. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Connected. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I hear of like Loss of status, mm-hmm. you know, like this, like well, we might lose jobs if we let more immigrants in, or whatever bullshit. Completely, people reasons people have for you know not not maybe it's not negatively putting other people down, but not amplifying, you know, for
0: sure. About, for- yeah.
1: You yeah, hit the nail on the head. I mean, it's funny because I was just recounting my high school experience to a friend of mine who is um, leading a diversity and inclusive diversity and inclusion committee at his um, private financial firm. So yes. I to him and my experience yes. in high school was very unique and I'm so grateful and completely indebted to it. I went to Cleveland high school, um, which is a magnet school in the Valley of Los Angeles. And yeah, our, yeah it was very unconventional people. slow, like, I don't know how they got away with like half the things they taught us, but, um, <laughs> entire amazing yeah our entire 11th grade year we just basically learned about educa i can't remember what came first but i think we talked about the about class first we talked about for a quarter we talked oh about God. education yeah we talked about the education system for the next quarter then we went into the race um, the race section for a quarter and Damn. then we went into gender um, gender, sex, identity like all of that our last quarter we read all like by the time I got to That's college amazing. Remember, oh yeah. It was absolutely phenomenal. I mean and when I say we ta- we spent an entire quarter on it it wasn't we got deep into it. It was like yeah. four hours a day of talking about race. We were in fish bowls where it was like, you know, only the black students would talk and like all mm-hmm. the white students would listen or like things oh like God. that. We were wow. Our first day we were separated not we were separated into our own racial groups if you were biracial you got to choose where you went um, which was very Damn. interesting but for yeah. the most part yeah for for the most part if you were half white let's say mm-hmm. and half black you would go to the black section right, um, right. even if you weren't black presenting right. Um, right and then at the end of that day we all stood in a pyramid based on our racial and gender identity And so it was like white men. Yeah, we sat in an auditorium. It was like white men on top. (laughs) And then it kind of went down from there. And then black women facing the opposite way from the black boys in our class. This is our entire 11th grade class. And it was just like mind blowing, right? You're like 15, 16 years old going through this. But I bring all of this up to say that I, everything intersects. And a lot of people want to like jump into talking about race without having the foundation of understanding class mm-hmm. and the caste system in the United States in particular. And then like how that impacts your education mm-hmm. level, how that impacts your jobs. And then and then talking about, and how that in, in, impacts so like the power structure. And then you can talk about why racism even exists. It's like the right. fear mm-hmm. of losing power, Right. <laughs> So, and like right.
0: wanting to be on top. So, uh, right. Yeah, and building intention. the system intentionally mm-hmm. to right. keep certain classes, both mm-hmm. people of color and poor people, yep. down and keep yeah. them down. Yeah. So that the top can just stay on top as easily and can keep growing and climbing. And yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So oh. it got really heavy that year. <laughs> like, wow. friendships were definitely tested. Mm-hmm, and yeah. yeah, it was a, it was a, but I, it's an experience that I owe so much of who I am today to. And like, I, even being able to have the vocabulary to speak about, you know, race and everything else, it all came from that experience, honestly. I
0: think that's so important and unique and special that you were able yeah. to gain that knowledge in your formative years when you were like, what, 16 yeah. years old, you mm-hmm. know, like, and to be able to have all of the future knowledge you have built on top of that mm-hmm. is yes. so fucking important. And I really, like, my dream is to see our education system move in that direction, yeah. you know, where it really talks about what this country started on. And, yes, um, yes. you know, I mean... The amount of people that are just recently learning about Juneteenth you know mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. problematic to say the yeah. least, like in the most like basic way of yeah. like being angry about that you know yeah. like
2: and like these these publications the Hal and Leonard or whoever are you know the the books we used to buy and whatever like those companies is it like them diversifying their their they're authors, like, yeah. who decides these things? You know, mm-hmm. like those that besides the I'll teachers who. who use white men. <laughs> <laughs> right, we have the answer
1: without, without even true, having to look it up. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly.
0: We just know.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, agreed, agreed. You know, a lot of, I think so many things I've learned in college and then not even in college, just mm-hmm. from people's circles, new influences of like, broadening my horizons there's things mm-hmm. that we should have known in high school because some people don't go to college and that's not that's okay you know yeah. some people want to do the workforce they want to start a business you know that's the way yeah. they want to live their life and so the things that are integral like you know that this stuff should be in high school
1: before... uh, 100%. <laughs> 100% absolutely yeah it's uh, funny because it, just listening to you talk about that i Remember when we were in high school, people would always be like, oh my God, how are you learning these things? It was like so controversial, right? So my whole entire yeah. high school experience, it wasn't just 11th grade, but like ninth grade, we were mm-hmm. learning about international International, like I guess, affairs, if you want to say, Um, but we were, yeah, we were reading literature by like feminist authors and lesbian authors, yeah, like from internationally, and some of the parents were pulling their kids out of the program, and we would have other educators come and like study our program to understand things, and they were, it was just always like this thing about like it's so mind blowing that we're so controversial, and it's like now as an adult like, is it that controversial to like learn about other people right. and like understand right. our like rate, like, about, learn about the foundations of the United States and like mm-hmm. how race and class and gender and sexual I- identity, like all of those things play into who we are, like, is that controversial? No, it shouldn't be. But, and the only reason why we didn't really get like shut down or have funding pulled is because we always tested really high. Like state Mm. scores were always great and that they always made a big deal that like the only way that we were able to keep going was because of that fact And it's like, why? That's insane. <laughs> right. Dang.
0: Like, why is it so problematic to learn about to learn this actual country's actual history? Right. Like, right. I get that, like, there's some dark stuff in there, but, like, the, yeah, I, I mean, you, they did it. Like, it's, yeah. it's what ha- happened. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It is what happened. (laughs) Like exactly, what happened? So yeah, no. I mean, I, I
1: definitely and intentionally have only really had these like very liberal experiences. I went to UC Berkeley, which is, Mm -hmm. as you said and noted, like one of the most (laughs) Mm -hmm. liberal schools in the world, probably. And then for graduate school, I went to the new school, which was basically found it on the same premise, right? It was like ex-professors from Columbia who felt like that the Columbia was way too, Columbia University, excuse was mm-hmm. way too conservative and that there need to be a new school of thought. So it was like also super hippy-dippy, very, very liberal. I've lived in, yes. you know... The Bay, I've lived in New York, I've lived in yes. LA. And so I've only ever had these very liberal experiences. And I have also We're in our realized, own n- bubble now. I also realized though that not that it's not good. I'm glad <laughs> to not have to like mm-hmm. completely be mm-hmm. immersed or submerged in like racist classes, sexist, homophobic cultures. But I also realize there's so much about the world that like I don't know. So sometimes it is shocking that like people have these very conservative and conservatives being it's putting it nicely but like they have these views like because it's just not my experience not really so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah living sheltered
2: (laughs) yeah we do live in a bubble here percent even Southern California it's yeah yeah rampant yeah, at least here in our, you know, and then yeah, they, they hide. Mm-hmm. They hide in
0: LA, you know. They They're, hide, yeah. They do their Good. own thing. They do, <laughs> yeah. they, they do Good. it I also feel like they do it a little more quietly, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> They have the hats. that are in the in the closet. They go. Over yeah, there. they're in the
0: closet. They're in. They closet. They're in, exist, the, closet. But they're in yes. the closet, and you can see in, in the closet. They're like yeah. in, but yeah. it's not even the closet. They're in the boardroom. It's like all of these fucking mm. problematic mm-hmm. folks are just behind these boardroom doors, and they're just like, so we're gonna like mm-hmm. seem like we're super down and inclusive, uh-huh. but we're actually like the people that make the most money and the people that we support and back the most they're they're gonna fit this like one picture you know yeah. of like yeah. heteronormative white like you know starting with men and then everything after that
2: everything <laughs> you else. know yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that a lot of the ideas the old ideals of like you don't talk about religion you don't talk about you know race it's, you know, mm, politics are it's not
0: polite yeah it's,
2: it's impolite. impolite yeah but You got to talk
1: about them at some point. I was thinking it was like, you know, a lot of people were in the closet and I think, the only, I don't even want to call it a positive, but the only thing that like came about from this, from Trump being elected was like all those people had to come out of the closet, right? Mm -hmm, Like it was like, it definitely drew a line in the sand and there were certain people who I was just like, whoa, wait a second. Like, I I thought that, I didn't know that. I thought we were totally on the same page Mm -hmm. from like, you know, thankfully not my family, but like Mm -hmm. people's family members or like friends, you know, boyfriends Mm -hmm. that my friends were dating and like, Wait, you voted for Trump, so that, mean, that means that you in mm-hmm. your head are saying, fuck you. Yep. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, like yes. it. it yes, yeah. basically, sorry, I'm assuming. Yes, you, no, no, girl, <laughs> fucking yes. Fuck please. Trump.
0: <laughs> fuck Trump. Fuck, fuck Trump. <laughs> We've definitely already been flagged by the FBI. I don't give a fuck. Fuck yeah, Trump. Yeah, fuck yes. the, police. Yes, yes. the police. Defund the police. Defund the police. Fucking arrest the cops that murdered Breonna Taylor. Yes. Thank Um, you. Yes. (laughs) All right, well, we we digress. Today seems like a great
1: day to make some arrests. Yeah, (laughs) it's
0: currently 8.16 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, which means it's time to arrest them. Yes. (laughs) Perfect timing. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Um, Wait, but Lizzie, you were saying Mm -hmm. something. Sorry. Uh, Oh, no, just that I think that, like, you know, yeah, I, I think that my, when I
1: realized that my, I was living in a liberal bubble definitely came about when I realized how many people were in, you know, like one or two degrees of separation from Mm -hmm. me who had voted for Trump. And it was like, a vote for Trump is a vote for hatred, racism, Mm -hmm. xenophobia, homophobia, Mm -hmm. transphobia, Mm -hmm. everything Mm -hmm. against women. Like it was, that's what that was a vote for. And it made me realize like i Need start having more conversations with people right, <laughs> right um you right? know maybe not coming out first day minute one uh being like right. so did you do it for Trump but <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> but maybe like day two minute right two, like, right right
0: right so like so, this Trump guy what do you think yeah, about what do you, it, you think? know what <laughs> do you think and I think we're at bad. right right and I think where we're at right
1: now is like we're having all the uncomfortable conversations mm-hmm. that. Needed to take place years ago, right? Uh-huh. Like I'm talking like a hundred years ago. Literally, it's like, we can't. we're there's no more hiding, and that's just where we are. Yeah, and it's yeah. scary and uncomfortable and like not always happy, but it's not happy at all, honestly. But it's yeah. like it's needed. It's what has yeah. to happen.
0: Right, 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 right. I 100% agree. I I feel like the moment. I think it was when we lost like Ohio on election night and it mm-hmm. was like clear what the fuck was about to happen. I remember being on the phone with my sister with Christina and just being like I don't I don't understand I don't I don't understand and yeah. she was like dude we live in a fucking bubble. We have we clearly have no idea how the rest of the country fucking thinks like, like I work so hard to be in the cities and I love being in the city. But then sometimes I wonder if I would do more for society if Mm -hmm. I were to go into a smaller (laughs) town, you know?
2: Oh man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like I literally have the same thought too. That's so funny. Like I've had that thought, like, should I just like
1: move to Mississippi? Right, or like, I don't know. And shake shit up, but I'm like. They'll love me. me. Yeah, Yeah, they'll they'll love me. Louisiana or something.
0: (laughs) I'm like, I don't know, like. Yeah. I can't move to Florida. I really, I think that's fuck far. No. Like, oh God, no. no. Forget be it. effective no. other places. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Florida's gone. Florida it's is gone. gone. Bye. gone. Goodbye. Bye, goodbye, goodbye. Bye. Um, but, <laughs> Louisiana, maybe? Oh yeah, like, I love New Orleans. <laughs>
1: exactly, you know, I'm like. I'll say something that's a little controversial. I don't know where I actually stand on this, but a friend of mine was just like, listen, the thing is, is like, as liberals, we're always trying to understand the other side and like Mm -hmm. have conversation with the other side. And these people are basically like, fuck you. Like they Mm -hmm. have like zero Mm -hmm. interest in understanding our side. I don't know how true that is because I quite literally don't know them. Like I don't have friends that are, that are, or anybody I know who's close enough to have that level of conversation, but it's like, they're trying to kill you. They're right. trying to like take away our rights uh, across the board. They're trying to eliminate us. They are scared and acting out of fear and right. they're willing to do anything. And we're like, here's an olive branch. <laughs> like I know. Can we meet? Or, like oh God, I, you're so I, right. Like, you're right. It's like, should I uproot my life and move to like your small town and hopefully- <laughs> To try to help your to fucking hoedunk you? ass. Right and it's oh my like,
2: god, a hundred percent.
1: Yeah, and so it's like I don't know. I, I honestly I'm sharing it, but I don't necessarily have an opinion on it. It's just more yeah. like maybe we're do maybe we need to have that
2: mentality, but it, that just seems so sad and like defeatist yeah. of like we this can't be helped. So I mean, I think, to you, I definitely think there is mm-hmm. a certain point of saying "fuck you" back. Yeah, <laughs> like I think the whole idea of being anti-racist is that example. Yeah, it's like you know right. what. If you don't agree, and you don't want to talk about it, there's no other way than I reject yep. you. Yeah. I, I reject your ideas. Yep, there's no place for you, right, in, mm-hmm. in my life. Yep, yeah. I
0: feel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So- agreed, agreed. I guess, I guess, um, what I'm thinking more of is like purple state, because you're right, Trump support, like literal, full on Trump supporters like women that are wearing shirts that say Trump can grab this pussy, like uh-huh. you're gone. You're gone. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I don't know what to do with you. Someone uh-huh. else needs to take care of you. Yeah. You're not my problem. But the people Sorry. that are like, uh, it's like problematic, but I'm a Republican or uh-huh. like, but I don't believe in abortion or like uh-huh. whatever. He's a businessman. I'm willing yeah. to like, I'm like, all right, we haven't lost you.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. Let's, you're, you're not falling
0: too far this. This. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. How yeah. do we get you to lean in and mm-hmm. then maybe take that first step and then take another step towards justice, you know? Yeah. So I guess upon like further reflection, that's really more of what I'm talking about. Cause I agree. Totally. I think it's a waste of breath to try to try to change the minds of Trump supporters, like they're I can't, I can't, period. And guess what? They'll never change my mind. So like it's, you know, that road is fucking closed. Right, exactly.
1: But the thing is like, we're right. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's correct. So it's like, when you know you're right and it's like, no, I need to change your mind because you're- wrong like you're right. telling me you the sky is red and it's like but it's blue oh, but Lizzie, so did didn't that, you a- know the world is
0: flat <laughs> <laughs> we're all god we're gonna be started <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah
1: all the flat earthers we were like, just really we cool. were at
0: the beach today and i was looking out at the horizon and
2: it's flat. So, <laughs> yeah i didn't see it yeah. turn or anything no yeah.
0: <laughs> definitely not real
2: that's amazing fucking that's amazing idiots. idiots that and that and I think that's why we
1: have this inclination to like try to convert this <laughs> try, to, try like, to help no them.
0: no <laughs> yeah. you're
2: wrong so Would you just listen to me please just like, listen you fucking moron My I mean God. I, yeah I definitely want to believe like the whole thing about um you know the women's per, the women's march and then when we had the protests, where were, where were those numbers? Mm -hmm. And it is something to like, look at, you know, like you can unite on something and then you just, you don't, we were all supportive in 20, 2017. Where was that camaraderie? What happened to it? And
0: it's, it's, I mean, it's weird, but it's, wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about where were people like, did, did, it seemed like there were more people at the marches than there were that that voted for Hillary. Or are you talking about where are the pussy hat people in the Black Lives Matter marches? Yes, the pussy hats. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. Yes, Got yes, <laughs> yeah. The yeah. pussy hats. Yes. And part yes. of me is
2: like, I I haven't been protesting outside because of like COVID, and right. I'm yeah. literally and you're immunocompromised. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but you know, like there there are different ways to protest and mm-hmm. you know trying to be active and do other things like not in person but like call donate mm-hmm. you know email yeah. s- share resources buy black hashtag yes. by black yeah, yeah. yes so like support mm-hmm. black businesses and mm-hmm. continue to amplify and it's just it is it is heartbreaking to to, to see that we're like we were had such sheer numbers that was so empowering walk like things were packed everywhere Mm -hmm. was packed for the women's march and it felt like so hopeful that Mm -hmm. okay in the next you know in the next election this 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 wave will come Mm -hmm. yeah and to see i think it was Fanchon that pointed that out i first Mm -hmm. saw her point Mm -hmm. that out on like facebook pointing that out it was like Oh, damn, I didn't even think about that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't even
2: consider that. But it is true within feminism, mm-hmm. there is this white feminism that mm-hmm. there is a line crossed and feminism includes all women. Mm-hmm. The X. Yes. yes. The X. Correct. X matters. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I know for me personally, it took me quite a while to actually identify as a feminist, which of course sounds like ridiculous now. But at the time, I felt like it was very much like the first and second, first wave of feminism in particular was so exclusionary. Right. Mm -hmm. It was like it did not it did not at least address that. Wow, women of color, specifically black women, Mm -hmm. that we have different experiences, right? It's like, we're on the bottom of the totem pole, quite literally. And so the, like, what we experience is completely different from everyone else. And... I did not want to identify as a feminist because of that. And it's taken me, you know, a while to actually embrace that identity. And I mean, a while is in like, I would say in the past, like at least 10 years, I've been like, fuck yeah, I'm a feminist Mm -hmm, because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I think even more recently, I felt that because there has been this like nod to the fact that black women in particular go through different things. And it's like, you know, I'm being more inclusive of people who are women who are um, lesbians or trans, like it's yes. because there's been this, at least acknowledgement, I can't say that it's right. a total open door, but you know, right. there's been like right. a creaking, like a crack open of mm-hmm. the door. <laughs> right, 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 right. I've been they're like, peaking, yeah, okay. They're peeking, they're peeking, the,
0: They're peaking.
1: yeah, I can say for sure. We know there's that, another like, side. Uh, yes, that's yeah. where <laughs> we're at. That's okay. where we're at. It's like, we <laughs> know there's another side to you. Mm-hmm. And so that acknowledgement has been very... It's been. It's given me a lot of hope for the future. A lot of hope that I didn't have. Yeah. Um, I was sharing this with another friend the other day. I don't remember the context of the conversation, but I remember right before Obama like announced his presidency. I remember my boss at the time. Mm-hmm. He was a white man who was much older. He mm-hmm. asked me, of course. He was like, "So you're the black person here? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> do you think Uh-oh. that? Do you think that Obama can be president?" Oh and I, I know. And it was just like, you know, oh. it's just annoying more so because you hate to be put on the spot and like be a yeah. voice for all black people
0: because right. I still have. Wait, my I'm own sorry. Thoughts. Pause really quick. What was your yeah. position at this organization?
1: I was like a research assistant like definitely like low on the totem pole but, but like
0: when yeah. have you ever asked me for my opinion my highbrow opinion on world politics as never VU, and now all of a sudden you're gonna be like let me fucking ask you something and never it, never yeah. like completely we, also was,
2: yes he can the question should be do you think he will win yes and that might answer right. was, which is honestly, also yes no.
1: <laughs> well, I thought, yeah, yeah. No, well, the answer at the time was no. I was like, yeah. the world is not ready for a black man I or a black think, Yeah, I didn't think it was going to happen. Didn't I think like, it was going to happen. What? I was firm in that, and then you know, lo and behold, <sighs> he was a president for a two-term president, which was exciting. Pam, 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 Yes, love Thank it. <laughs> remember those days? Um, yes. I, Woo. I, miss I miss him. Miss him too. Don't we all? Um... <laughs> but i don't know i just i'm i'm cautiously optimistic right now but I, there is some mm-hmm. optimism which wasn't there before of like i don't i feel like there's a shift like something mm-hmm. is different right yeah. now, right like yeah. it just feels like all of the stars aligned for us to come together whether it was the pandemic and people like being at home and having nothing else to distract them from this Im- from this image mm-hmm. of for eight minutes and 46 seconds of this mm-hmm. person being kneeled on and that came on the heels of what happened with Ahmaud Arbery mm-hmm. and then you know Brianna Taylor happening and Tony McDade happening and just mm-hmm. like back mm-hmm. to back to back it's like you know baby Elijah little, Elijah little, like little Elijah McLean, yeah. like that story is so heartbreaking and it's like and then also this like whole movement with karens and people exposing Ugh. like white women in particular and as starting to have that conversation of how you if you are at this intersection where you have different identities and yeah she's a woman and she might be marginalized but she's also white and is like activated mm-hmm. This whole thing, like, Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, it's all happening. It's all being unearthed. And I'm seeing my white friends and counterparts really being activated and having the language to speak about these things. And I, I for one, am, I'm sad that it's taken this long. And I don't know that things will be resolved in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. But I do feel more hopeful that, like, a shift, a true shift is happening, right? Like... Some some good shit is happening. So hell yeah.
2: I mean (laughs) the whole beauty of like social media, having handheld video cameras in our fucking pockets Mm -hmm. has really made some progression, at least for you know, the way we are we can see this stuff. Now if people look, that's another It's a whole other thing, whole other right. thing. Uh-huh. but it is there, and right. you know, it's, it kind of throwback to what we were talking about in history books of like, they're too young if it's too gory, if it's too much to handle. You know, mm-hmm. this is this is real life. This is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's real life. That's happening. Yeah, it's you can see it live on right Facebook. now. <laughs> yeah,
0: yes. What do you think about? So I feel okay when the protests first started. Mm-hmm a lot of people were like, oh, like, I totally, totally get the reason to protest. But, like, there's a global, there's, like, the pandemic and COVID and blah, blah, blah. And, like, Mm -hmm. now, and I was always like, well, first of all, everyone's wearing masks. And second of all... Like who fucking cares if we protect, if like my black community and my friends and like, if they protect themselves from COVID, but they can still just go to the grocery store and die at the hands of cops, what the fuck is the point of protecting ourselves from COVID? Right. Um, and also everyone's wearing their masks and numbers have not gone up due to the protests. So like, mm-hmm. so that feels like a nice dated point to be able to throw people in at, now that of course, yeah. in the beginning, we didn't have that data point yet, yeah, um, but I'm just curious, like, do you feel that in any way? Mm-hmm. Or am I just, yeah. like, making that up in my head? Oh, no. That was definitely a concern,
1: a thought. Like, I've participated in so many protests, sit-ins, marches, other forms mm-hmm. of activism um, most of my adult life and even in high school. And for me, when, you know, the protests first broke out, I was like, I'm good. Like, I'm not yeah. going to participate. I was very adamant about that, actually. One, for my own, like, health and safety. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I was like, "I'm." it's a pandemic. I'm not... Going out there, and also I was just like, I'm tired. Like everybody else can go do it. Not, yes. and not everybody. I'm like not other black. Like I'm like everybody else is in. Like black people, we've been marching, we've been crying, we've been begging, right. we've been scratching, we've disturbed you, we've been kneeling, out black, like we've been all kneeling, the fucking we've done all the things. Other people can go yes. out there and mm-hmm. you know like do the work because I've Correct. been doing the heavy lifting. I have since participated in protests, um, and they've been so well organized like every few feet somebody's there squirting you know hand sanitizer giving you a well, a cold towel making sure Aww. that you're hydrated snacks and I it's love. like that's amazing but to answer your pre, like to really get at the 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 meat or the heart of what you were asking initially in terms of like you know, just one of my general thoughts on the protests in the time of COVID, it's like, you, you hit the nail on the head, right? It's like, mm-hmm. I have two ways of dying. I have multiple ways of dying, unfortunately, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. as a Black person, I have always felt this imminent threat. I've always felt like any wrong turn, any wrong move, and I could die. That is has always been something that has been a part of my life since I was a little kid. And that's no way to live. Right. right but right. that's just the reality for me. And I've grown up in a pretty, like, like a safe environment in terms mm-hmm. of like my literal neighborhood, my literal neighbors, um, having access to certain things, but I still feel like my life is in danger as a right. black person. so when you compare that to the chances of catching this disease, it's like, it's one and the same. Like, right. yep. you know, it's totally. one and the same. In fact, I feel more threatened about the black thing than I do about catching COVID. Totally. <laughs> damn, Which is crazy. So, and I know that a lot of people feel that way, especially if you're talking to someone who doesn't have the same access or means that I do. So mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah,
1: for me, it was like, and it has been a no brainer of just like listen, I I could go out anyway, <laughs> anyway, it, right? I could I could get hit by a bus tomorrow, knock on wood, literally. <laughs> I could exactly. get hit by a bus tomorrow, but if I have an opportunity to save my life, yeah. which comes in the form of protest, I'm going to take that opportunity.
0: Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's <was> beautiful.
2: Damn, <laughs> damn,
0: damn. Thank you. That gem. <laughs> i love it you're, you're so welcome
2: i think we can say this conversation will never end mm-hmm. yeah yes. and Correct. you know um this, yeah this Correct. was very different from the first volume of defining women um and this is just a current exploration into the life of women Wasn't yes
0: nice. yes but um well, I want to, before we just, like, say bye and, like, rip off a Band-Aid, I want to know, like, one thing everyone's looking forward to this week or this weekend or something. <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh, Don't I love that. You go, for, that. You go okay. for it. So, like, so... Yeah, I just, like, throw that out there. I, I'll I start said... because I just, like, threw it out there. Um, yeah, go for okay. it. I baked some bread, and I'm excited to drop it yeah. off to two of my friends, one of which, actually, one of, one of them is Lizzie. And then The other one is Jasmine, who we were also telling uh, we were talking about earlier. So I'm excited to like see you guys for a minute. Yes, few minutes. I love it. Like, on. So,
1: bread. (laughs) Bread. I am am also going to see Jasmine. this week on Saturday though. I'm going to see her on Saturday. In addition to some other friends that we're going to see, um, just a quick side note is that someone said like the, the reason why COVID has been or quarantine has been so difficult is because there hasn't been anything to look forward to. And uh, I was like, yes. I feel that. You're right. Like I haven't. Wow, yeah. So a yeah. few times that I do have something to look forward to, it just feels so precious. So yes. yeah. Thank you for asking me this question. Cause I'm like, yes, I'm bursting at the seams. So excited. Yay. Just to like see a friend and have like a picnic.
0: Hell <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my yes. God. That'd be so nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Perfect.
2: Yeah. I'm actually, I did, get in touch with a producer and I sent him Ooh. lyrics. Oh. Yeah. And nice. we're working on something. So that's nice. cool.
0: Yes, Yeah. yeah. Could yeah. be yeah. something yeah. cool. So that's something I'm looking forward to. Yeah. yeah. And khachapuri. Here we go. <laughs> and khachapuri. That's valid. You can be doubly excited about khachapuri. That's understandable. I'm so excited. <laughs>
2: Yes. Hacha, Hachapuri. I've been in night. Hachapuri.
0: Hachapuri. Hachapuri. I'll send you Hachapuri. a link to it so Please that, we'll, and we'll put it in the description of this Please episode do. Everyone needs to try this. It's not
2: the fucking. Actually, let's tag the actual business. Let's tag the actual yes, business. Yes. It's yeah. called Pizza yes. Boy.
0: Pizza, oh. boy. <laughs> pizza Boy. Love it. <laughs> amazing you two are
1: hilarious i love it you're like made to do this (laughs) yeah i
0: love you thank you for saying that i appreciate that um well okay so everyone please remember to smoke and drink responsibly yeah um i am recording on chumash nation land kate where are you i am on tongva nation land and liz I'm also on Tongue Venetian land. Oh, are we we Are we kniebs? Yes. No, but your
1: window looks cool. I was like, where are you? I'm looking. I know. Actually, this tree is like about to like it's attack to me. It. Like it's literally you know like
0: encroaching in on you. Actually, Lindsay and I live closer together. Yeah. there's some like there is also some overlap of the of the lands. Yes. Um, so yeah. they, they also had their borders move and stuff, but anyway. Yeah. Um beautiful. Amazing. Lizzie, thank you so much for being here and for thank doing so this much. with us. I love you. you. I um, love you both. Uh, thank you so much for you. having thank us. You someday. Yeah, yeah,
1: this is such a great conversation. And I feel very grateful to you both for, for holding space for me. <laughs> you have been listening to <laughs>